1: The volume. The 3NOW podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. It's the NFL playoff time, and there's no better place to get into the action than FanDuel. Awesome new and existing user promotions. America's number one sportsbook. Very easy to use, safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are new Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. And FanDuel is now live in Ohio. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, 3 and Out podcast. Big show coming up with Colin Coward. We will talk some football. We officially have the Super Bowl, the Andy Reid Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs, Gibby Patrick Mahomes, face the Philadelphia Eagles in uh, Super Bowl 57. I'm saying that because I thought I saw that on the internet. Super Bowl 57, Glendale, Arizona, Mahomes, Hurts, Andy Reid, Nick Sirianni, Brett Veach, Howie Roseman. Lot going on. A lot of football talk over the next couple of weeks. Me and Coward will dive into it all. Middlecoff mailbag. Get into it for Tuesday's show at John Middlecoff is the Instagram. As well as if you listen on Colin's feed, make sure you subscribe to the three and out feed. And uh, and yeah, weird day of football. Obviously the Niner game was very bizarre. Congrats to the Eagles and the Chiefs. That game was awesome. So we will me and Colin talk about that game, talk about Mike McCarthy firing offensive coordinator. That was a little uh, NFC or AFC Championship news dump, dive into it all. But first, I need to tell you about my friends at GameTime. They're the fastest growing ticket app in America. I've used them. You should too. And if you are a first-time user, make sure you use the promo code JOHN, that's J-O-H-N, for $20 off. Any purchase, when you sign up, just go to the App Store and download the app, and it's very easy to do. But here's what's going on for the Super Bowl. We have a very, very special promotion there's a big game here in a couple of weeks it goes it's called the Super Bowl and if you're an eagle fan if you're a Chiefs fan and you want to go to the game whether you are an existing customer or a new customer it does not matter you just go to the game time app they're offering hundred dollars off all tickets to the big game on February 12th that's hundred dollars off on anything that on any ticket to the big game that you find just use the promo code VOLUME100. That's volume 100 that's volume one zero zero so if you want to go to the Super Bowl and you're an existing customer, it does not matter. If you're a new customer, great. Just use the promo code VOLUME100. When you go to the App Store, download the Game Time app, use the promo code VOLUME100. Eagles fan, I know you want to get out here to to beautiful Scottsdale, Kansas City. I saw how cold it is. Come on out. It's supposed to be 75 degrees. Can't recommend enough. VOLUME100, $100 off. Colin, what a day. I'll tell you between
2: the Lakers Celtics last night, Niners Eagles earlier today, and Bengals Chiefs tonight. I'm going to assume officiating is harder than we think because some of those calls. I, listen, the late hit on Mahomes is a late hit, but a couple minutes earlier, there's a late hit on Burrow. <laughs> Frank Clark pops him. Nobody calls anything. I, I'm listen. The rig stuff is stupid, but I don't think Cincinnati. Um, I thought Kansas City got a couple calls that I didn't love, and I think the teams are very even. I honestly think if they played ten times, they'd split five apiece. Um, but I, I, I can see Bengal fans tonight
1: feeling like they didn't get the best calls. Yeah, you know, when I was a kid, I was born in the mid '80s, so I didn't really experience the Elway, Montana, Marino, but you had heard the legendary, you know, comparisons of all the guys. And I grew up on Young, Aikman, and then really Favre. But they never... While they played each other. You know, Aikman's not a top 10 all-time great. Young is kind of on the outside looking in. And Favre, when he was on, was better than both of them. But it's hard to... You know, it didn't feel like Elway in his prime against Montana in his prime. Yet, I'm watching that tonight, and I go... I've I've been watching sports now for 30-plus years. Those two guys... One guy's on a bum ankle, giving it all he has. Burrow is just a magical player. I mean... You've been watching football longer than me. I mean, those are two of the better quarterbacks I've ever seen. Yeah,
2: and it, it feels, um, you know, a little bit like Mahomes is Peyton Manning, where he's more celebrated, we're in awe of his talent, and Burroughs more uh, Brady, which is accurate, efficient, often beats Mahomes. Uh, this this is a go-either-way game. I, I you know, I, I just, I think when I, when I look at the AFC right now, great creates clarity. And if you're an AFC GM and you got Trevor Lawrence and Herbert coming and you got Mahomes and Burrow, it makes it really obvious. If you're not special at quarterback, start over. You know, Kirk Cousins, you can win a division going away in the NFC with that. Like, unless you – I mean, and the other thing in the NFC, the Niners – Dak, you can win 12 games every year with Dak. You're not doing that in the AFC. It's just I look at Burrow and Mahomes and I think – I mean, I don't think – you know herbert josh allen to me don't really have the right coach um but i when i'm watching these guys today we all make excuses john daniel jones it's the o line it's the receivers like everybody stop mahomes bum ankle and missing two starting receivers you got yeah. you, you got today burrow calls not going his way missing three offensive line starters the great ones Overcome. I mean, we don't even like Brandon Staley. Herbert got him to the playoffs. Like, if you don't have a guy that can overcome, you can keep making excuses. But I just, I like if I ran a football team and I saw Mahomes Burrow, I would sit down with my scouting staff and say, guys, if we don't have a guy that can go
1: toe to toe with that, and I think Trevor Lawrence with a better roster could, then what are we doing here? Well, the draft and the combine is not far away, and I'm guilty of this sometimes, too. We get so caught up in measurables and stuff with quarterbacks. As you saw tonight, and and we've seen our entire lives, in the biggest games and the biggest spots in the playoffs, toughness and those intangible qualities. I mean, what Mahomes is bringing to the table, they gave him a $450 million contract, and they've never flinched once about, like, he's actually underpaid. I mean, that's the best deal that franchise will ever say. What Joe Burrow has done to that franchise, him leaping around the night, getting first downs, doing everything possible. As he's getting chased by seven defensive linemen every single play. Toughness and intangibles when it comes to quarterbacks is just something. If you don't have that, because a lot of guys now have the physical skills. We see it every Saturday for the last several years. Every team's throwing around the yard. But what those guys brought to the table, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a throwback. He's got a high ankle sprain. He's, there was no chance he was missing this game. And, and Burrow is just able to overcome these offensive line injuries year in, year out. I mean, last year they didn't even have one. This year they have one, but the guys are now missing. It's it's pretty remarkable to watch those two guys just laid on the line, regardless of the the calls and some of the crap that went on. I mean, I just... If you just love football, you have to appreciate those two And
2: by the way, Kansas City, uh, because they got rid of Tyreek Hill and have made some moves, they're not going anywhere. I think they have a first, a second, no. a third, two fourths, multiple sixths.
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, and Brett Veach last year. How, all their young DBs. I mean, they got a ton of young players all everywhere. And, and last year, they hit in a couple of like six-round picks.
2: So the, these teams aren't going anywhere. Um, it, it's, you know, I will say – with Andy Reed facing Philadelphia. And I, I said this Great. earlier today, I think Philadelphia has got the best roster right now left. And I felt that before the chiefs and the Bengals played and we'll get to this game in a second, but I think Jalen hurts is more dinged up than we thought. I thought he was off on deep throws. I, I thought he under threw short throws all day. He didn't scramble at all early in the game. He really, really needs that two weeks. Both these quarterbacks, Mahomes and Hurts, I think we're going to have a great Super
1: Bowl. They're both. They both need two weeks to heal. Especially the Chiefs. You know, Juju didn't come back. Uh, Tony, the kid they traded for the Giants, he left the game. I mean, he gets hurt a lot. I thought tonight, as all these guys were injured, and Mahomes is, I, I don't even know, 60 70%. I mean, his arm's still good, so he can make plays, but he can't move like he normally does. Andy's greatest win as a coach, and he's a Hall of Fame coach, has got to be the Super Bowl. I mean, it's the most important win of his career. But you could say that this is every bit the second best win of his career, given what he was dealing with in the second half. Because once they tied the game, he went, how's he going to score again? They can't move the ball. They couldn't." <laughs> and then they found a way. The defensive players, it, it felt like an organizational win, right? Yeah. The rookies make a play on defense. Chris Jones makes a play. Veach had a hand in it. Andy had a hand in it. Mahomes had a hand in it. That to me, that was just an organizational win. They're just they got more going for them right now than than Cincinnati, who's clearly not going away. Yet. Yeah, it's
2: I, I I tell young broadcasters this from time to time. I'm like, don't listen to the noise. Head down, do a good job, stay off social, and unless you're promoting your stuff, and people around you will make mistakes. People around you will just screw up, make mistakes. It's very similar in the NFL. Like Veach doesn't hit a home run with every draft pick, but they find a lot of good. No. Oh, by the way, John, Lynch, you all these teams, Howie Roseman, John Lynch, all these organizations, they find some hits in the fourth, fifth, sixth round. Niners have hit some real home runs. Kittle, fifth, Jennings, sixth, Brock Purdy, seventh. And, um, it's just talent accumulation. Get the right guy at quarterback. Um, I, I will say this though, Mahomes. You know, we, we talk about great athletes. It feels like to me Mahomes gets dinged up almost every year. And he um he's a fascinating talent because I I feel like he, mechanically, this year he didn't. Mechanically he goes off the reservation a little bit every year. He kind of gets dinged up every year. But he his instincts, John, and you're a former NFL scout. He made a throw in the to the end zone. He has ability to see something, process it, and let go of the ball within a half a second. it It's so instinctual that, you know, he'll be running full speed. A lot of guys can see something. I always felt this was Sam Darnold. He was a slow processor. It just took him a long time. I see it. His slow delivery I want was like a second and a half. Mahomes does things so quickly from the time it's open to the time. The ball's out of his hands. I'm not sure I've ever seen anybody do it like that, ever.
1: Yeah, I think he's got kind of the, the far flair with the physical talent, but with the young, breeze kind of IQ and ability to see with the accuracy when he's on. And I think this year, he took a big step in just controlling everything. You know, last year, he kind of got out of rhythm, yes, threw a bunch of picks. And then by the end of the season, they had him. I I, I thought... To me, if he's not injured, they probably win this game a little easier. I mean, I I think he's kind of in the peak of his powers right now mentally. I mean, Colin, they've gotten to three Super Bowls in five years. You know, the other two they they lost in this game. I mean, this is a little bit like in the NBA when you get a Magic Johnson or a Michael Jordan, but he's these are his first five years starting and he's just rattling off. Third Super Bowl in five years. This is pretty incredible.
2: In the NBA, people aren't tackling you. So you're dealing with this regulated level of violence. So you're playing hurt. The other thing is they had to give up Tyree Kill and Ward the corner. So, you know, Mm -hmm. Dak loses Amari Cooper. He's like, he's not the same player. You know, Tony Pollard goes out at halftime. He can't move the sticks. He's losing a superstar receiver, a Pro Bowl corner. They're back in the Super Bowl.
1: Well, th- this is why when these coaches, and we'll see if Mike Vrabel now wants to get all this power and Belichick always wants all this power. Andy, when he went to Ken- Kansas City, he went, John Dorsey, you run the personnel department. And then things got weird, not even with Andy, but with the owner. And then Veach came in, and It's Veach, you run the personnel department. And you look up, you got a rookie seventh rounder picking off Burrow. You got another rookie in the defensive backfield making a play. You got Isaiah Pacheco. When you trust whoever you're working with, I think John and, and Pete, I have developed that relationship over the years. It is so much easier to have a successful organization and not be tied to one individual player. Obviously they're tied to Mahomes, but you look at the Chiefs now compared to what they were 3 or 4 years ago that were very top heavy. They, they are just much more well balanced. Yeah. And I think it's because Andy, let me coach the team. I trust Beach, you help me pick the, you pick the players and I'll, you know, I'll watch them and we'll build an organization as a as a group and that's what you get.
2: Yeah, the um, I mean, a lot of people predicted. You know, I think Philadelphia um, in the off season. I didn't think Philadelphia fit, felt like a Super Bowl team in the off season, but then by about week six, seven, eight, you're like, wow, they have 17 players, Pro Bowl or alternate. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that is. I tell you what, I I I, and I, I know we'll pivot to this. As great as that O line was for Philadelphia, the Niners still got pressure today. I I feel, I honestly, how games turn out, I don't really care. I like my picks to be right if possible, but you know, but I, I, I really, genuinely felt bad for Kyle Shanahan today. He lost his starter, Trey Lance, Garoppolo, Brock Purdy, Josh Johnson. They're snapping to a running back by the end of the season, and I thought to myself. Brady's texting Kyle, saying, Kyle, I don't get hurt. I mean, at some point, I want to ask you this, not to take your amp feed over, but as a as a scout, you know that sometimes you get lightning in a bottle. So if you go look at Purdy's run, he beat three fourth-place teams. Um, Houston was one of them. Washington was another one, and I forget the other one. The division went into the tank. He was 4-0. He beat Air, 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 Arizona, okay. it was terrible. So he beat, beat three fourth-place teams. The division went sideways, so he was 4-0 against the AFC West. But in the playoffs, bad early against Seattle, mediocre against Dallas, and then wasn't tearing it up before he got hurt here. Do you look at that and go, listen, we're going to keep him around because he's cheap, but Kittle's getting older. Trent Williams getting older. Some of these guys on this team, the way he goes through running backs, Christian McCaffrey could get hurt in any week. You're the Niners today. Don't you have to go big at quarterback?
1: Yeah, but what are your real options, right? B- beside Tom, who's 46 years old, which Kyle's offense does, you know, force the quarterback to move. It's a lot of bootleg stuff. It's a lot of play action stuff and the movement on the quarterback. And one thing, Purdy, you know, they won a lot of games with Jimmy Garoppolo. And you're right. It's a small sample size. And depending on, you know, the individual teams, even Tampa was a playoff team. They were pretty bad. Seattle was a playoff team. He got to play him twice. He was much more explosive as a passer than Jimmy Garoppolo. And Kyle proved that he can have a lot of success with Jimmy Garoppolo because of the unit around him. And, Ka- and Purdy, when you're a seventh round pick, you make, he made like 750 this year. He makes 800 next year. He makes nine, he's the best contract in the league if he's your starting quarterback. Now, today, what's concerning, freak incident, right? I mean, the guy kind of comes untouched. You could argue it's a terrible play call to have your backup tight end trying to block one of the best pass rushers in the league. Gets him killed. But the the injuries at quarterback are, I mean, this is unprecedented, Colin. How many teams, my girlfriend was like, has this ever happened? Well, I'm like, first of all, a team on their four-string quarterback has never been this far in the NFL, in in the history of the league. Never happened. And it'll never happen again. They got a little lucky that Purdy was really good as a seventh rounder, or they wouldn't be here to begin with. So I, I think you go, he can be the starter kind of going in the offseason, assuming he might need Tommy John now. You got Trey Lance coming back off injury. They're in a tough spot. I don't, my gut says Tom Brady doesn't want to move out west to Miami, right. New York, kind of stays on the eastern seaboard. They They went down that, you know, four years ago. They didn't pull the trigger. Obviously, they made a mistake. They should have. But now he's going to be 46 years old. He can't move. I wouldn't do it. But I, I hear you. I, if if you told me in the next month, or it's less than that, because Derek's 15th, like they're sniffing around Derek Carr, that they'll just be sniffing around people. I think they will. They've proven to be one of the very most aggressive organizations right there with the Rams and Seattle. They will make moves, but kind of in a tough spot because I think they were kind of sold on Purdy. And then it happens today, and we'll see by tomorrow if he needs Tommy John. Now, Tommy John with quarterback is not as bad as Tommy John with pitchers. And maybe he comes back with a stronger arm. But uh, yeah, I mean, today was you could see it on Kyle's face. And listen, the Eagles were a really good team, and they could have won this game straight up, obviously. I mean, they were favored in the game. But we we kind of got robbed to just see a real game. Yeah. I mean, today was by the I, by the time Josh Johnson was I mean, it was a joke. I mean, that was right. That wasn't a real football game. But even before the Purdy had to come back into the game. Even when Josh Johnson's in the game, he he showed up. Colin in early December. This is the NFL. This is a this is an NFC Championship team. This is a team like you said. The Eagles are the best roster. Well, the Niners are every bit they're equal, and they're playing with a guy yeah. that, I mean, God love him, but has no business being you know on a roster at this point in time in the season, let alone in the
2: game. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see Philadelphia because um, Hertz was not. Whereas you can see Mahomes limping, you can't really see what jalen hurts is dealing with uh but he yeah. apparently told the reporter at fox um he was not a hundred percent but i i thought jalen really didn't throw the ball particularly well today he was short on a lot of easy stuff stuff in the flat everything was low and didn't have velocity and he's usually i i like the way he throws a deep ball none of, none of it sp- wasn't even close no so i i think jalen's going to be a different quarterback i think next i think in the Super Bowl. Um, What's going to be interesting is that Eagles O-line and that Chiefs O-line, those are really good. Um yeah. Chiefs right tackles, little hit and miss, but um I think in the in the Super Bowl, Hertz is gonna have some time to throw. Um I think Mahomes is gonna have some time to throw. Um I think it's gonna end up being a classic. Andy against his former team. I, I think If you were Fox, I didn't talk to executives, but if I was Fox, I would be rooting for Andy Reid and Mahomes. Mahomes, the biggest star in the league, against his former team. That's about Fox got the Super Bowl to get.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! Coming!
3: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a.com slash iHeart.
2: Looking to get more out of the NFL season? Now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets Back if your first bet doesn't win. The promo code is always Colin. FanDuel has tons of betting options. I like the same game, Parlay. Bet a little, win a lot. FanDuel's app is safe, secure, easy to use, and you get paid your winnings really fast. The no sweat first bet up to a thousand bucks. Promo code Colin. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel. Official sports book partner of the National Football League. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N four six seven three six nine in New York, Tennessee. Red line one 800 tennessee Visit one 800 gamblernet in West Virginia.
1: I I think we hear a lot of fan bases complain about their overpriced quarterback. <clears throat> and the Eagles, you know, started red flagging Carson Wentz a couple of years after they'd given him all the money. And even I thought, like, you know, I I still like Carson Wentz. And clearly they were right. That they knew things in the building. They saw things at practice they did an incredible job pivoting off an enormous contract when the majority of teams really struggle and just get derailed. I mean, they bounced back. I mean, they made the playoffs last year. Now, granted they were the seventh seed, which historically that was the first year they've ever had a seven seed, but still like that was an impressive nine and eight season. And then what they did this year. I mean, that listen, I worked for Howie. He's a wheeler and dealer. He put together in a short period of time, a real roster around some of his older core guys. I mean, they, they got that trade he made for AJ Brown. That's, one of the better trades. Uh, the same thing with Christian McCaffrey. I mean, those both those organizations today hung their hat on just being super aggressive, doing things just non nonstop. And I think a lot of organizations, you know, that are somewhat in the middle, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 wins. They're just hesitant to do stuff. Cause that is the natural inclination. I think for a lot of football people, It's just like, let this play out, let the cream kind of rise on our team. These organizations will just keep throwing things, throw a pick, trade, make this trade, Darius Slay. They made a trade. You know, they're just, they're just, will Andy's always been like that. There's just an organizational philosophy in certain guys to just be super aggressive. And the Eagles really, really benefit. The Niners did two to get here, but the Eagles, I mean, they're in the Super Bowl because of it. Howie's won
2: with multiple quarterbacks and multiple coaches. I mean, if you look up Howie Roseman, um, he has not been beholden to a singular coach or a singular roster or a singular quarterback. Most GMs who have had success, there's usually a great coach or a great quarterback. Howie's like the outlier. He's he's one with yeah. multiple guys. So, um th- th- that roster just is man, they just don't have they just don't have flaws. it's it's really Boy, and, I and mean think, I can think I about can, this can, Colin. Yeah.
1: Think about this. They fired Andy, which it was time for a divorce after 14 years. And they've now made two Super Bowls in the period which Andy's gone on to have historic success with the Chiefs with two different coaches. <laughs> you know, most most organizations, when they fire a really good coach, they get derailed and it's hard. I mean, two Super Bowls, two different coaches, two different quarterbacks. We should bring up the cowboy thing. I'm sure you talked about last week when Mike was asked about Kellen Moore, gave this kind of cloak and dagger weird response. I think it's pretty clear Jerry loves this guy, very loyal to the guy, and was okay because they fired a bunch of coaches. My my theory was, okay, Mike, we're going to let you do it your way. We're going to put it all on you. You make decisions. But today, them announcing that they fired their offensive coordinator during the middle of these games, it was pretty clear they did it like last week that they just waited because Jerry kind of, you know, classic like Sunday AFC Championship news dump. But there is... I mean, it feels a little bit like you better make the NFC championship or bust here for Mike McCarthy, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, and I think, you know, clearly somebody had to take the fall, and so Kellen Moore took the fall. But I think the Cowboys are in a weird spot. So Dalton Schultz, their productive tight end, could be gone. Um, Yeah.
1: We got franchise, Tony Pollard.
2: Zeke is an expensive short yardage back. They don't have a two. Uh, C.D. Lamb's a good one, not a great one. Uh, Michael Gallup's a three. He can disappear, vanish in big spots. Uh, the O line is—I thought they're rebuilding it. They've—they've they've hit a couple. Um, they've got an, an old Zach Martin, a couple young players I like. But you know, the the track record on Dak is take away Amari Cooper, take away a solid number one receiver, and ask Dak to throw more. And we saw it at the end of the year when they didn't run the ball—the the nights they didn't run the ball or the days and you ask Dak to throw over 35 times it gets ugly mm-hmm. very quickly so and that's the new yeah. reality now because i think Dak'll be the number 2 quarterback cap hit and Zeke'll be the number 2 which is really devastating he'll be the number oh, 2 running ship. back cap hit he is a short yardage back he's not a top 12 back in the league he may not be top 20 at this point so um you know if 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 McCarthy's i wish him luck but they you know Jerry Overpaid for Jalen Smith. You overpaid for Dak. You overpaid for Zeke, and this is exactly what it looks like. You can make the playoffs, but you'll be exposed.
1: And I think one thing the Cowboys benefit from, and I throw the Vikings here too because they're stuck with Cousins, is the NFC. You know now Rodgers probably be traded. He'll be gone. You know the Lions are kind of up and coming. A lot of moving parts with the Rams. They're old and injured. You can make the playoffs. Probably every year, if you have a competent coach and you stay relatively healthy as the Cowboys, but you're, as we see, like the peak is probably losing in the second round and a decent chance you're one and done, you know, and, and that's part of the problem, but that's still better than being a six, seven win team. You'll just be an 11, 12 win se- a team year in, year out, but y- we can't take you seriously as a Super Bowl contender. Well, like especially I think we, we know that
2: the Eagles and the Niners, at least for two more years, they're not paying huge money for their quarterback. So those rosters are going no. nowhere, and both those organizations draft above average. So, I mean, you can see, um, I, I mean, if Brock Purdy can get you to the NFC Championship game, to me, it feels like San Francisco and Philadelphia, just based on roster strength and and head coach, Sariani's obviously worked wonders. I don't think the Niners and Philadelphia – I mean, they, they could have multiple losses in personnel and still be the deepest rosters in the NFC.
1: The the one thing, you know, the Eagles might lose a defensive coordinator to become a head coach, and so he'll have to replace his first coordinator. Kyle's going to lose D'Amico Ryans. So you would yeah. say, how often he's hit a home run on Sala, and then he hit a, a grand slam on D'Amico. It's pretty hard to just keep rattling, you know, <laughs> these future head coaches. One thing McCarthy benefits from maybe he knew he wasn't going to get a job and Jerry probably paid him five, six million dollars. But Dan Quinn did come back. That's a huge, you yes. know, just he doesn't have to worry about that because Dan also, Quinn has saved Mike McCarthy's reputation.
2: You know, and also um, Washington has a defensive coach. They may stick with him, even though they're getting new owners They're Sean Payton, if he took it, would be interesting. But I mean, Washington uh, isn't very well run. The Giants have Daniel Jones, a ceiling. I mean there's good news for the Cowboys is I mean they'll be playing for a wild card spot they're not beating Philadelphia but exactly um, the the NFC's wide open. I mean Minnesota's not going to go 11 and 0 in one score games. No. <laughs> so uh, and I think if Seattle doesn't get a quarterback, you know, they're going to they're going to run Geno back if if they don't draft a quarterback, which a lot of people suspect they won't. So it's it's Dallas will vie for a playoff spot. But I think now with Zeke and Dax contracts, those are punitive hits. It's you just can't overcome that stuff.
1: Well, speaking of Sean Payton, pretty clear he's probably not coming back in this cycle. I guess Denver potentially could still offer him a boatload of money, but it feels like that job, a lot of people are a little yeah. leery. Just a lot of moving parts there. The owner. The owner is actually the son in law of the really wealthy guy. He's kind of wealthy yeah. too, but a lot of moving parts there. If you look at Sean Payton, Bran Staley's going to be in a win or go home next year, right? He's going to have to make some hay in the playoffs. The Bills, like, eventually, you got Josh Allen. Y- you can't just be losing, getting your ass kicked in the second round. I, I think there's going to be tangible pressure on Sean McDermott to at minimum get to the AFC championship game, if not win the AFC. And obviously, Mike McCarthy. So we're talking about Herbert, Josh Allen, those two jobs next year in the cycle. Ideally, I don't know if he'd want to live in Buffalo, but if you had the opportunity to take Josh Allen, I, I don't know how you turn that down. And obviously, Justin Herbert next year, and then the Cowboy thing, he's always been rumored because he worked there once upon a time. To me, it, it feels like those three jobs, the next cycle, Sean yes. Payton basically takes you know, 18, 20 months to just kind of relax, do this TV thing, and then be really the number one. I mean, he was the number one candidate this year, but the buzz on him will start being like Gruden levels, well, right, when he kept going back to Monday Night Football. Also, John, we have two A++ college quarterbacks,
2: Drake May and Caleb Williams. Good point. So if a team, it could it could be anybody. If a team ends up with a number one spot, could be the Colts, could be anybody, then that job. So it's going to be very unique. So we're going to have seven openings because that's the average. One out of the seven will probably have a legitimate playoff-ish quarterback. And then two terrible teams getting stars out of college. Who you don't have to pay for four years. You have all sorts of so, about, yeah. So He's to me, have some options. <laughs> to me, next year, um, and I don't know what jobs will be open, but I think Caleb Williams and Drake May. I, yeah. I, I've said this before, about once a decade you get a quarterback, Elway, Andrew Locke, Trevor Lawrence, you're like, he'll win even in chaos. He'll win a bunch of games. Next year, I think we have two. I think those guys are different. I think they're I think Caleb is totally different.
1: Yeah, I mean look at Doug Peterson. Takes the Jags job. He's gonna have that thing for a long time. I mean, he gets Trevor Lawrence, he's a good coach anyway. I mean, that thinks Jags are gonna be the real deal if they draft pretty well over the next couple of years. This was fun. Well, see you out here in a couple of weeks, Colin. All right, buddy. <laughs>